Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to talk about a blockbuster trade after a vote of confidence. Hmm. We're going to mention a couple of Halls of Fame. We're going to, of course, award a dole of the week, and we're going to put a subject upon further view that I talked about a little bit earlier. It will be about one Miss Jamel Hill. But for right now, headlines, please. Dateline Cleveland and Los Angeles. So early in the week, Head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Tyron Lue, got the dreaded vote of confidence from the front office. Well, later on that week, I believe the team somewhat got the hint from one Mr. LeBron James and not committing to the team long term. And they decided to deal a few players away. The men to vacate being Cavaliers are Derrick Rose, Iman Shumpert, Jay Crowder, Channing Frye, Isaiah Thomas, and Dwayne Wade. I'll talk about Wade now. He decided to waive his no-trade clause, and he got dealt back to his home in Miami, so Wade County is back on. As for the others, the Lakers received the aforementioned Fry and Thomas. In their place is the promising Jordan Clarkson, also the promising Larry Nance Jr., along with two other players that would help out the roster of the Cavaliers and because of those moves and of course the Cavaliers also traded away their first round pick their first round pick to the Lakers they still have the Nets first round draft pick that they can't trade away until after the draft they got younger the Cavaliers I mean they got more athletic they got longer and this team looks like they have the capability to make it to the NBA finals and we'll see if it takes them to where it will make the king happy for him to stay in Northeastern Ohio. Dateline Ottawa! Tan Anselmi, one year ago this time, was in charge of a team that looked like they were on their way up. Now, in suffering some hardships, he's out. And along with him being out, the GM of the team, Pierre Dorian, gets an extension. The Senators had this to say about the move. Quote, Having come within one goal of last season's Stanley Cup final, we were hopeful entering this season. Obviously, our results have challenged those expectations. What remains unchanged is the dedication that goes into evaluating every aspect of this organization. Close quote. Those comments came from the owner, Eugene Melnick. The team is right now 1925 and 9. Dateline Cooperstown. 
It's about that time to find out who is going to be in and who is getting shunned. And in this year's slate, Chipper Jones is one. Vladimir Guerrero is another. Jim Tomei is another. And Trevor Hoffman is the fourth of the players who will be inducted into this year's Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, those are an impressive list of baseball players to be inducted. The notables that weren't would be one Mr. Roger Clemens and one Mr. Barry Bonds, the soon-to-be-retired number 25 of the San Francisco Giants, Barry Bonds. Now, why am I saying this? It's notable because when they were on the ballot and eligible, they only received around 25% of the vote. Now, they're receiving over 55 so they're inching closer and ever so closer and ever so closer to being inducted to the Hall of Fame. And it takes 75% of the voters for you to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. We may see one of them get there. Dateline Canton. Technically Minneapolis, but this is for Canton in six months. You have many different players that are being inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. Some that were no-brainers, others that are controversial. But all in all, it's going to be entertaining and fun. Let's start with one that probably should have been inducted to the Hall of Fame many decades ago, and that's Jerry Kramer. I know you all are saying, who? Yes, he was the center of the 1960s era Green Bay Packers. Yes, the Vince Lombardi coached Green Bay Packers. Long time coming. Should have been in the hall a long time ago, but I'm glad that he is in now. You have the Bears linebacker Brian Erlacher. You have the safety of the Philadelphia Eagles and for some time the Denver Broncos, Brian Dawkins. And I will take slight umbrage with the, the NFL correspondent to Cole Sports, Christian Simpson. He said that Dawkins is the hardest hitting safety that he's ever seen. Uh, I tend to think of one number 28. He wore black and silver and he literally paralyzed someone. I'm talking about Jack Tatum. Yes. However, Dawkins was not the flashiest. He may not have been the fastest. He may not have been the most athletic, but he was the most sound safety you can get because he was versatile in all of what he could do. And then there are the two wide receivers that you would consider, hmm, they're talented, but they're getting into the Hall of Fame, and I'm glad they are. You have Randy Moss, who is getting in in his first year of eligibility, and then you have Terrell Owens, who's getting in in his fourth year. They are talented football players, period. And speaking of talented football players, period, Ray Lewis. Now, I have made no bones on air about how I feel about him off the field. On it, though, he's the best leader that has ever been on an NFL team, especially on defense since Mike Singletary two decades prior to him. Dateline Minneapolis! Brady falls short. He doesn't get his sixth Super Bowl ring. His team falls 41-33 to the Philadelphia Eagles. And this game, of course, is not without its controversy. Uh, Take, for instance, one of the touchdown throws that falls through to Clement, the Eagles scat back, you could say. He put down two feet, reclutched, and fell at the end zone and fell on the ground. Many people were arguing that it was not a catch because the ball moved. But I believe people do not quite get the understanding. The ball can move with a receiver. The thing is, you can't really have air with it. So if it's on his hand or on his arm, if he's adjusting his grip to get a better handle of the ball, that's still in the completing the catch motion. Then, of course, the game-winning touchdown catch from Foles to Ertz, the tight end of the Eagles, where he caught it to two steps. Then he lunged forward toward the end zone. The ball crossed the plane, and the ball popped out of his hands once he crossed the plane. 
that was a touchdown. And I talked with a future VIP about this. And I said to him, I thought about Ertz and I felt that Jesse James, the tight end of the Steelers, got jobbed and hosed. Because yes, I realize he wasn't a runner. I get that. I fully understand that. And and he got it incomplete because it was a survive the ground instance and he didn't survive the ground with the catch. Yes, I get all of that. But I think the rule is bogus because how is it that in every other situation and circumstance, if the ball crosses the plane and someone has possession of it, it doesn't matter where the ball goes. The, the ball could be sucked up by the air. For all that matters, if you cross the plane with the ball, it's six points, period. NFL, when you all get into these spring meetings and a competition committee, I really hope you're listening to what I'm about to say. Get in the room, and when you have plays like that, if you all decide to say that someone who has two feet and a knee down in bounds and makes a football move toward the end zone, make it right. That is a touchdown. Two feet down, a knee down, and a football move with control of the ball crossing the plane. That is six points. Do it, NFL. Make it right. Now to the portion of the game in hand that I wanted to talk about. The Patriots played from behind most of the game, and they came with this lackluster effort in the first quarter. They did okay in the second quarter. They started to kick it in high gear to third, and in the beginning of the fourth, they were starting to really hit their stride, and they took their lead 33-32 and they turned the game over to their defense who couldn't stop a cold. Foles drove them down, gave them the game winning score and then the man who is supposedly the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, has the ball. Two plus minutes to go, two timeouts remaining. He has the ball in his possession. All he has to do is drive down the field and score six and the game is over and he's going to be the GOAT forever. And then he shows why he's not. Because Brady had the game in his hands, and he literally had it slipped through his fingers. But I give the Patriots credit. They got to that point, doing what they have always done. Start slow, start sluggish, then come on strong, and then try to impose their will on their players, I mean, on their opponents, because they can roll the helmet on the field. Not today. The Eagles did their job. They were hungrier, and they deserve it. They were the better team. Congratulations to the Eagles. Not to their fan base, though. Not all, but many of their fan base, you all need to simply chill. I can't put you all as dolt of the week because none of you are athletes. But I'm going to tell you this, though. There's no excuse for you to loot and pillage a city, period. Especially if it's a happy event. You should not celebrate a championship by turning over cars or burning them up, having food fights in convenience stores, and climbing up signals lights to tear them down. And then having 30 people on top of a hotel awning and having it collapse under your collective weights. Enjoy being the best team in the NFL, but don't ruin your city because of it. Stupid. But to those who actually know how to behave, congratulations, Eagles fan. You all deserve it. You can no longer hear the stories of the Giants have rings. Washington has rings. The Cowboys have rings. This wonderful. You know what sets the Eagles apart for the rest of the teams in the NFC East? Yeah, they have no rings. Well, you can't say that anymore. So congratulations to the city of Philadelphia. Congratulations to the Delaware Valley area. Congratulations to the Eagles staff, organization, front office, and especially the players. Considering that almost all of us rode you off, 
because you lost the MVP of 2017, in my opinion, in Carson Wentz. You all righted the ship. The defense stepped up big. You allowed time to have Foles grow into his role. And then he started to shine, too, toward the end of the playoff run. So nothing but love and congratulatory efforts and, and words to you from me. When I come back, we're going to talk about Jamel Hill, who had a tumultuous 2017. We'll get to that in the palm for the review, but immediately following the break, Dope of the Week time is next. want to speak on air say it with your chest coldsportswithz.com is right there you know cole johnson has books books on divorce books on joblessness books on even sports and racism it's right there on sale coldsportswithz.com you want to check out guest appearances that cole johnson's been on he's been on many shows check out how cole johnson and cold sports are on other platforms coldsportswithz.com we have books for sale but we also have books for free how about who are my five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history one hint it ain't brady but you can check out who I think it is, CoSportsWithZ.com. And you want to make your presence felt on your voice heard? Join us. We got many VIPs. The CoSports VIP room is waiting for you. CoSportsWithZ.com. And if you want this voice to represent your brand in either commercials or voiceovers, Cole Johnson's your man, and CoSports will do it for you. It's at CoSportsWithZ.com. We also want to check out past episodes and the present one right now. And also, you want to check out the VIP honors? Come on down to ColdSportsWithZ.com. I said that's Cold Sports with the Z.com. Come on down and check us out. Cold Sports! Available on Cola Sports with the Z dot com. Welcome back to Cole Sports. Cole Johnson's here. Ooh, I'm pumped. I'm hyped. I'm excited. Because this here is your next Don't of the Week. Don't of the Week. It is. Forget it. The winner of this episode's Don't of the Week is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, Josh McDaniels. Oh, I mean, the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, 
Josh McDaniels. Why is he adult? Well, I just mentioned it right then and there. So he shook hands and kissed babies with the Colts. But after two days of reflection and conversation with the Patriots, along with the owner, Robert Kraft, making the deal a little sweeter for McDaniels to stay, I'm thinking that there's probably talks for him to take over for Belichick once he retires. McDaniels changed his tune, decided not to accept the Colts' offer, and remained with the Patriots. The Colts had this to say in a statement two days after the Patriots butt whooping the Super Bowl. Quote, After agreeing the contract terms to become the Indianapolis Colts' new head coach, New England Patriots assistant coach Josh McDaniels this evening informed us that he would not be joining our team. Although we are surprised and disappointed, we will resume our head coaching search immediately and find the right fit to lead our team and organization on and off the field. Close quote. Now, of course, the Patriots are still looking at wounds because the defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, is now the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. It was almost a foregone conclusion that McDaniels was going to be off the team, too, but he had a change of heart. Now, in my opinion, I think this is a bit on the slimy and snarky side. You shouldn't have to stand up a team, although, in part, Ursay deserves to have this type of medicine heaped upon him. However, if you agree to terms on something, you can stick with that and continue onward. If you didn't want to be there, you shouldn't have put yourself out there in consideration. And, and that's what I believe. And you can all say, well, yeah, he has the right to make up his mind. Okay, yeah, Josh had his right to make up his mind. But uh, you can't shake hands and sign on the dotted line and then say, mm, rip of the contract. No, nah, that's just not how it goes. That just isn't how, oh, Lord, I thought I avoided this. <laughs> Talk to the people! Man up. Sponsored by nobody. Hurry it up, hurry it up. Cole's about to get the bad mouth on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Coel. Oh, Coel. I thought you knew football. You once again proved that you don't know how to pick them. You are wrong once again. I say again, you are wrong. You didn't pick them for the NFC Divisional Round. You didn't pick them for the NFC Championship Game. And you didn't pick them for the Super Bowl. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. And because of that, I have a special treat for you. One, two, three. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Fight, fight, fight. Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hit them low. Hit them high. And watch those Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. Yeah! <laughs> you can end this now. Come on. Woo! Cut his mic short. My time is up. Tune in next time as Cole has to once again. Man up. Well. And that's all I have to say about Dota of the Week. I hate when this all gets derailed like this. 
When I come back, Jamel Hill demoted or needing a change of some scenery. And upon further review. Hey listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your Voice from the underground. Hi, I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. When I'm not performing the classiest show on the planet, I'm performing a class of another kind. Shows.pippa.io forward slash revelations. That's where you will find the place where we communicate truth to power. Think of it as an audio version of the psychiatrist's couch. Check out how humans learn from other humans. Check out how humans can be human. And check out the celebration of humanity as a whole. That's on Pippa.io. And follow us also on MileHighRadio.com. It's M-I-L-E-H-I-R-E-D-I-O. Every Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. That's Saturdays, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Revelations. It is a place where we change the world one conversation at a time. next episode of cold sports it's all about the nba all-star weekend yes the only other event that piques the sports fans interest outside the super bowl of course we'll put a subject on the further view and award the dot of the week as we always do and if you haven't please do so check out the vip honors it is one of the most well-produced in my opinion episodes of anything that you will ever hear check out guest appearances and names that you probably are familiar with voices you are probably familiar with and some you aren't. And I will, I said it before, I'll say it again. Thank you to all those who participated in making that event, that episode, and that spectacular presentation happen. VIP honors. That's at Sports with a Z.com. And you won't miss it. It's the very top episode. That's for later. For now, Jamel Hill, columnist, journalist, pop culture fan, and a sports head but not all that enamored with being on air. And upon further review. Quote. With a format geared to fit Smith and Hill's personalities, 
along with a specially designed set in its own music. The Six will be different from any other sports center produced since ESPN's first telecast of its signature news and information program in 1979, debuting on the day after the Super Bowl. The premiere episode of the weekday offering will be hailed with an hour-long simulcast on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN News. Smith and Hill, who previously co-hosted ESPN2's His and Hers, will be the first African-American duo to host SportsCenter on a regular basis, will combine some of the best elements of their previous program with SportsCenter for the new show, including a deliberate and well-paced conversational format in which they discuss sports topics, news, culture, and social issues. The program will continue SportsCenter's focus on news of the day and breaking news as warranted. Close quote. Now that was a release that was written by ESPN around January of last year. Now, why am I reading that now to you? Well, as you heard in the release, the show started the day after the Super Bowl. And here we are one year later. And that show is now no more. And why? Because one half of the Smith and Hill tandem, the female of the his and hers, Jamel Hill, has decided to step away from being part of the six or ESPN Sports Center six and decided to become a contributor for the ESPN sports culture brand, the undefeated. Now with her departure, it looks like that uh, Michael Smith, the his and his and hers will continue to host the 6 PM sports center and do it solo, but we don't know how long that's going to be. But as he continues onward at the 6 PM sports center, solo Jamel on the other hand, goes back to what I believe she feels is what her destiny is, which is to be more of a voice for those who want to combine sports and culture and social justice and entertainment. Many took a lot of pride in the fact that she decided to step down and step away from that particular camera, because from what I understand is she's not stepping away from the camera in, in total. But I dare say that I believe what started all of that was when she was having a Twitter conversation with a few people Specifically with the Make America Great Again crowd. Now, part of that was when she said, quote, President Trump is a white supremacist with a cabinet full of white supremacists. Close quote. Now, after a talking to from then president of ESPN's John Skipper, but not being suspended for those comments on Twitter. She drew a lot of attention from the White House, chiefly amongst them, the the press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, saying that, quote, what she said is a fireable offense. Close quote. We fast forward a month to with the systemic oppression protest movement still in high gear. The owner of the Cowboys, Gerald Jones, said that he will either demote those who do protest during the national anthem or outright release them from the team. Jamel responded on Twitter, basically saying, in essence, if you take umbrage to what Jones is saying, research who their advertisers are and pull your support from them. She's right. But considering that she is a face of a program, not so much. And then she got suspended for two weeks. And President Trump gloated on Twitter along with it. But I knew when she got back from that suspension, it was something different about her. 
she didn't seem quite as bubbly. She didn't seem quite as energetic. She didn't seem quite as herself. She seemed a lot more reserved and pulled back a bit. And that wasn't the hers and his and hers that I got a chance to see and know. And then I, I heard a podcast that Michael Smith was on and he talked about what we were seeing and how they were bragging about that ESPN SC six was not going to be different. It was going to be the same thing that you saw with his and hers skits and social commentary, talk sports mixed in too. And the chemistry that you, that we all came to know and love turns out I did say then president John Skipper. Well, he had issues, personal issues. And so he stepped aside. A new president came in and a new direction was put forth upon those two, which it was funny. January of last year, people were saying to Smith and Hill, oh, you're going to let SportsCenter change you. His and hers was good as was. I don't know why you all want to leave that show because you got something good. Uh, SportsCenter is going to make you not be who you are and how right they were. Because last month we saw a more SportsCenter that you would see at night, that you would see in the morning, and that you would see at other points of the of the day. And Smith talked about that frustration on this podcast. We, I think it's we leave you this, and the the frustration spilled over from him in being that they just simply couldn't be who they were, that they were being dictated to differently than how their show was when it was functioning the way that it functioned when it was his and hers and the the beginnings of the SEC. I'm glad that Jamel is feeling though that she needed to part ways, not from ESPN, but from being a sports center anchor. Because that's something she has long said that she wasn't. She said that she that she wasn't that type of person, that she was a talking head, basically. And in her heart, she always believed that she was a reporter, that she was a journalist, and that she was a writer. And I've heard her many times in many interviews say that I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought of myself or fancied myself as being one that was in front of the camera. She always thought the pen was where she was going to find her, her work salvation, so to speak. And I think the beautiful part about all of that is... It's like what it is like what it says in the Bible. The plans I have for you, says the Lord, are good. Plans are meant to prosper you, not harm you. Plans for a hope in the future. We all have bents. We all have directions. We all have understandings as to where we're supposed to go in life. And Jamel felt that it was best for her to no longer be a part of SportsCenter. I can't I can't falter for it. I hate it because, well, I mean, I got it. Got a liking to seeing her next to Michael Smith and getting her takes off and getting her jokes off and 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 hear how her thought process when it comes to sports goes because I do find how she thinks of sports in a way that is different and I'm not talking about as a woman I'm just talking about as how she sees and views life I found it interesting and I found it refreshing actually but as she transitions into being one of the new members of the undefeated. I hope that she takes that same fire, passion, and dedication to being a voice in sports that we don't hear and bless us with such great written and visual material that we, a year from now, say that move made sense. Wow, look at her. She she made a move that most of us would say, well, what are you doing? You you have a sports center job five days a week. You get to cook and, and do whatever you want. Why did you move from that position and now... Here would be February of 2019, and we've seen her write many articles and do countless amounts of interviews and maybe have her own show of another sort with the freedom that she would like to have because she picked up a skill that she didn't think she had, which was to be a talking head. She may not like being on the camera, but she is good at it. 
Who knows what God has in store? But all I do know is I pray that she does well, no matter what it is and where it is. I pray she does well. I mean, her voice is important. And so is her presence, whether on SC6, The Undefeated, or any other program. I had a conversation with one of my future VIPs about this very topic. And he said that he felt as though Smith and Hill have been misplaced because ESPN is too limiting with what they are supposed to do. And it made me think about what Bill Simmons, yes, the Grant, the former Grantland CEO, Bill Simmons, the now current Ringer CEO, Bill Simmons. It made me think about what he had to say about the two of them and actually what he said to the two of them, because he actually did say, quote, in about two or three years, you're going to have this platform the way his and hers is now, but it's going to not be about a sports show that is actually going to be more of a general pop culture show because that's where this show and YouTube belong. Close quote. And I hope I see that. And I mean, hey, they could still probably rock his and hers and go to ABC. I mean, ESPN and ABC are owned by the same company anyway. That's a thought. But I'm saying this to you, Jamel. Thank you for the three plus years that you were on air, sitting behind a desk, giving us a glimpse of sports as to how a woman who played softball and in baseball and played a little bit of basketball could see it. Thank you for reminding us also of what it means to be a journalist and be proud of it. But most of all, thank you for wanting to continue to speak on issues that most are afraid to talk about. We need more people like you, and I hope that your platform grows because of it and not diminish. Thank you, Jamel. Thank you very much. Many blessings to your future, wherever it may go, because I think Undefeated is not your last stop. Happy to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far. What are you waiting for? Come on down to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You have commercials or voiceovers you want this voice to be on? Hey, I'll represent you. It is right there for you. Come on down, ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You want to check out guest appearances that Cold Sports has made? Listen how Cold Sports is on other platforms. The guest appearances are there. ColdSportsWithAZ.com is where you can look. There's books that Cold Johnson has on sale. Different topic sports included. They're on sale right now. ColdSportsWithZ.com is where you can access it. I don't have books just for sale. I have books for free. Five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. You want to know who I think they are? It's not Peyton Manning. But if you want to check out who I think it is, ColdSportsWithZ.com. It's right there for you. And you want to make your presence felt and your voice heard, come on down to Cold Sports VIP room. Hey, it's right there for you. ColdSportsWithZ.com is where you can access the room. And if you feel as though you need to have your voice be recorded and get your top takes off, come on now. Say it with the chest! Cold Sports VIP speakers right there. ColdSportsWithAZ.com And if you have past episodes you want to check out of this brand, or if you want to check out the present one, or you want to check out episodes like the VIP Honors, be my guest. But no matter what, no matter your flavor, no matter what you savor, come on down to ColdSportsWithAZ.com. That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You can check out me and this brand and all of its splendor on Cold Sports with the Z.com. And it doesn't matter, VIP, where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. 
just want you to do these two separate things. Spread the love and the joy in the world. And enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.